I will always make sure that I pour and love into people. You know, so many just need a word of encouragement. So many just need to know that they're not by themselves. So many need to know that God has not changed his mind concerning them. So many need to know that they can do this. They survive because God is not done with them. And so I'm committed to being that voice, to being that igniter, that reminder that there's much more that God has for them and that, you know, he's allowed them to be alive to fulfill his promises and his mandate here on the earth. This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Chris Johnson. Siobhan Smith is an evangelist, author, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. And that's not all, but that's a start, and she's my guest today. Perhaps the most amazing thing about her is that she and her husband, Pastor Cheyenne Smith, have eight children, so we'll be asking her about that today. And together they pastor New Generation Church in Sicklerville, New Jersey, not too far from Delaware, I understand. She's a conference speaker, she's an author of five books, and she's also a podcaster on the Charisma Podcast Network with her show, Ignite. She also has Siobhan Smith Ministries, also based in New Jersey. So there's so much more that we could say about Pastor Siobhan Smith, but for now, let me just say, Siobhan, welcome to Charisma Connection. Hey, thank you so much. What an honor to be with you all today. Well, it's so nice to have you. So, of course, my biggest question is, how do you manage eight children? <laughs> Are they all at home right now? Uh, let's see. We have two in college, and the rest of them are home. And mm. it's nothing but the grace of God that gives us <laughs> the balance to handle it all without pulling all of our hair out. But honestly, it has been a joy. We're a blended family. Mm-hmm. You know, I have three my husband had five, and we brought it together. We call ourselves the Smitty Clan. Our last name is Smith. <laughs> and so we're the Smitty Clan. We need, a, we need a bus to transport our family everywhere. There you go. <laughs> I guess you're all the new version of the Brady Bunch, huh? Yes, yes, for <laughs> sure. Well, you've written five books, I understand, and uh, one yeah. of them is a big Amazon bestseller, When Obeying God Makes You Look Stupid. Now, that is quite a title and a topic, (laughs) but I think uh, many of us would like to read that because of the title. That's it. And let me ask you personally, then, when has obeying God made you look stupid? Woo! Just this last, my last experience that the Lord allowed me to go through was something that made me look stupid to me and to so many. Last year, June, June of 2019, the Lord told me clearly to resign from the ministry that I had planted. Um, I had founded a church in Virginia, the Life Center, pastored this ministry for three years. It grew, I mean, rapidly. God blessed the ministry there in the uh, DMV area of Virginia. And then the Lord told me after three years, I need you to release the ministry into the hands of someone else get you some boxes and start packing because you're going to move. Mm -hmm. And I said, you want me to just walk away from the church that you told me to found and you want me to get boxes and you haven't told me where I'm going. He said, correct. So 
I did as the Lord told me to do, and it was not a decision that was easy because, again, you know, I loved what I was called to do. We we were finally breaking ground, and, you know, people from all over um, our area were coming and becoming partners with the ministry, and, you know, marriages were, were being healed, and I had some of the major drug lords become you know, get saved and give their life to Christ and and become partners with the ministry. Those that were in the lifestyle of stripping, you know, the the women they came, their lives were changed. And so now God to say, all right, that's it. You know, I have something else for you to do. It did not make sense to me. And then on top of that, pack your boxes because you're moving. And then where you're moving is not going to be in Virginia. So I'm like, okay, so you're going to, I'm relocating, but we don't know where I'm relocating to. Well, that sounds very uh, Old Testament, right? Like (laughs) looking for your promised land. Sounds like Abraham. Uh Yes, yes. And so, Chris, we we did as God gave us to do. And, you know, many were asking, what are you doing? This doesn't make any sense. You know, how can you walk away from this ministry? What about the people? You know, what about you've been in Virginia all your life? You've established yourself here. Where are you going? What do you mean? You're, that doesn't sound right. And I, you know, would say, I know what God told me, and I have to obey his instructions, even if it doesn't make sense to me, even if it makes me look stupid. And so in my book, that journey of, you know, the, the feelings that I had, the fear, the sadness, the expectation of what was to come, um, knowing that it was God's voice. I talk about, you know, being able to discern his voice clearly, transitioning, how to transition correctly, how to transition the right way. So I deal with so much in the book. And just to see in, you know, a year later, to see what the Lord has done because of the obedience it has blown me away. A year later, I am in Sicklerville, New Jersey. A year later, I am married to an amazing man that loves God, um, that loves me. A year later, I'm still in ministry because it just so happened that my husband is a pastor. Never knew him a day in my life, Chris. Never, never had a conversation with him hmm. until March. We met on social media. We got married in August. I'm mm-hmm. here in Sicklerville, New Jersey. All because of what the Lord told me to do. Wow, you didn't expect all that, did you? No, but I knew that for God to require me to leave something, that evidently he had something else he wanted to give me. And were you able to hand over your church to someone in leadership there? Yes, so I had one of the ladies there was a minister in the, in the ministry, and the Lord specifically told me to hand it over to her. And she's pastoring the church, and she's doing well. That's wonderful. That's well, great to see because, you know, you were effective in the ministry there. You were seeing great spiritual fruit. But God had something different for you. Yes. So you also do a lot to empower women. Why is that so important for women in particular? I mean, men need to be empowered too, right? They do. And I believe that men and women should be encouraged to be all that God, you know, has called them to be here on the earth. And so I'm not just a, you know, I just don't minister to women, but I have a burden for just people in general. So I empower women and men. Um, I have 
master classes that I've been doing for the past eight weeks, you know, where I teach women and men about the power of obedience. I talk to them about the transition. Actually, the class is based on my book, and that's for men and women. Then I have a separate class for women alone, teaching them how to be leaders and have balance, you know, being effective at being a mother, a wife, maybe a business owner, maybe as a single woman, how do you live a single life to please God in a world that is so tempting? You know, so I I feel the need to just to pour into people. So again, so they can be able to really maximize their God-given potential here on the earth. Ah, that's wonderful. And then you also work with church leaders and pastors. You work in ministry coaching, leadership yes. development. Now, at what stage do you work with pastors or other leaders, and how do you guide them? So different stages. There are some leaders that just need another leader to to be of encouragement, to give insight, to give, you know, wisdom. So I share the lessons that I've learned from being in ministry, been in ministry for over 20 years, and the the lessons that I've learned, even the failures that I've experienced, I share them with leaders. Being a leader comes with great responsibility. Being a leader comes with great scrutiny. Being a leader comes with loneliness. It comes with being misunderstood. And so, you know, because I'm a leader, I know what it feels like to not have anyone that you can glean from or anyone to sharpen you. And so I purpose in my heart to be that person for leaders, even for those who desire to plant churches, um, for those who desire to really launch out and, and, and do ministry beyond the church walls. Again, I share with leaders how to do that, how to start, you know, how to find your, your location of, of where you want to go, how to, d- to determine your group, wh- who are you assigned to, what is the heart of your ministry, you know, what, what is the goal, who, who are you really aiming to be a witness to, um, how to brand the ministry, how to evangelize effectively. So I deal with so much as it relates to being a leader so that we can be more effective. Ah, that's wonderful. And you also have worked, I guess, side by side with another really important leader that many of us know, and that's Bishop T.D. Jakes. Tell us what you did with him on The Best Preacher You Never Heard. Oh, wow. What an experience that was. Crazy, Chris. Right after, again, I released the church in, in June, I received a call from uh, Bishop Jakes' ministry team saying that He's looking for some of the best preachers that, you know, many have never heard. And my name came up before him and he wanted me to be on his show. And so we traveled to Dallas and we, uh, you know, spent some time with him and we did, you know, TV tapings. The show was two months and there we were able to sit and, and glean from him and the professor there from his divinity school. And, you know, he allowed us to really, you know, minister and, and just demonstrate the, the gifts that God has given to us. And so we preach at the Potter's house and we're able to share the gospel all over the world, you know, by way of his network. And so that was 
something that I did not look for, something that I did never even imagine what happened. But again, you know, the Lord had had that up his sleeve. He was just waiting for me to release what he asked me to release so that he can release some things to me. And it was a life-changing experience. Well, that's wonderful. I'm so glad that you got to work with him. And what else should we know about Pastor Siobhan Smith? First of all, I just, I love God. I love people. I believe that I've been sent here on the earth just to be a blessing to people. I don't believe that you can do ministry aside from loving on people. That's what Christ did for us. He loved us in spite of us. And I believe that that is the greatest reflection of Jesus' character. That is just loving people. And so if I never, you know, speak on a huge stage again or, you know, do all the things that God has allowed me to do, I will always make sure that I pour and love into people, you know, so many just need a word of encouragement. So many just need to know that they're not by themselves. So many need to know that God has not changed his mind concerning them. So many need to know that they can do this. They survive because God is not done with them. And so I'm committed to being that voice, to being that igniter, that reminder that there's much more that God has for them and that, you know, he's allowed them to be alive to fulfill his promises and his mandate here on the earth. So that I'm, I'm pretty easy. Those that will hear me will say, oh, my God, she's very bold. She's, you know, <laughs> so strong. But when you meet me, I'm just like a little kid. I, I am a little girl at heart. And what gives me the greatest joy is being able to, you know, love on my children, love on my husband, and just see people's lives change. That, that, that's the most fulfilling thing for me. Uh, it's beautiful to hear your ministry heart. So if people want to learn more about you, what website can they go to? They can go to www.SiobhanSmith.com. I'm also all over social media at Siobhan Smith on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, and Instagram. Okay, even Periscope. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Siobhan is spelled S-H-A-V-O-N. So yeah. SiobhanSmith.com. Wonderful. Yes. Uh, Siobhan, would you like to close us out in prayer today? Sure. I will be honored to. God, we thank you for the opportunity that you have given to us just to um, share what you have done and what you're doing to the world. It's an honor, God, to uh, be a, a, a spokesman for you and ambassador for you. And I just thank you. And I thank you, God, for other ambassadors, for these, your children that you have called for such a time as this. I pray, God, that you continue to grant them strength. I pray, God, that you continue to grant insight and foresight, God, and wisdom, God, to be able to advance your agenda. I pray, God, that you will keep your children strong. I pray, God, that they'll be encouraged to continue doing well and that they won't, will not become weary. I thank you, oh God, that the, for the lives that shall be changed forever because of these lives. And God, as they give themselves to your service, as they give themselves to others, God, to be a blessing to them, God, you bless them. You told us, God, that when we put your work first, 
when we seek your kingdom first, everything that we need shall be added. So we thank you for being the one that meets all of our needs. Thank you, O oh God, for being our loving father. Thank you, O oh God, for being the one that we can cast our cares upon, knowing that we care for you. Thank you, God, for being the one that perfects what is our concern. We bless you today. We thank you, O oh God, for a great day filled with victory, knowing that you are fighting for us and moving on our behalf. And God, we will always give you glory and give you the credit for it belongs to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Siobhan Smith, for being with us today on Charisma Connection. It's been a delight. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Chris Johnson. You've been listening to Charisma Connection. Be sure to check out Siobhan's show, which is called Ignite, and the other new podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. You can go to cpnshows.com and see all of those shows. cpnshows.com. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible. 